All right, we are here today on the Extended Hustle of the Educated Hustle podcast. We are here with Mike D from Mike D's Barbecue. Uh, Mike, we're just going to jump right into it. Uh, we, we talked a lot about barbecue sauce on the first episode, but I definitely wanted to know what is your, I guess, your top two uh, favorite things to grill? Ooh, so grill, I don't actually grill a lot. I do a lot of smoking, and okay. I'm not going to trouble you with all the breakdown between that since we got 10 minutes here for the hustle. But my favorite things to do that for are ribs and pork shoulders for some pulled pork. Mm. But that definitely does sound good. I, I had a little twitch when I heard that. But um, I think, <laughs> I think for me, the burning question is, when is Educator Hustle going to get that inspired flavor, Mike? When, when, when are we going to make that collab happen? <laughs> Let's start working on it now. I got some ideas we can uh, we can put, put get together on that. Okay, okay. So we'll, we'll, we'll link up after the extended hustle and we'll, we'll work on that. But I'm definitely I really feel like we can get like you know pop at a show and get that extended hustle flavor. You know, get you some more awards. You know, <laughs> I'm I'm all for it. That's cool, man. That's cool. Um, so you you explained to us about the different regions of barbecue, but um, you know, other than North Carolina, what other region? would be like your favorite style of barbecue or your second favorite style? Who y'all gonna get me in trouble with this question. Uh, <laughs> I would probably say Texas because even though Texas is not known for sauce, it's mainly dry rub and they don't do a lot of pork, they do beef. Uh, but I love me some beef brisket. So I'm gonna say it would have to be Texas for their briskets and the sausages that they do. <laughs> man, you about to have Mike looking around the corner at these shows he goes to, man. What you said about Texas? I wanted to ask Mike, you know, if 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 someone had never had any of your sauces, what would be the one that you start with? Ooh, I'd say the big sauce. So the Big Sauce is the first product that we put out because my nickname was Big Sauce, so I named it Big Sauce. Uh, and it's our it's our mild sauce, so it's a way for folks to get an introduction to what a hybrid tomato vinegar-based sauce tastes like. And then once they love that and they decide that they want to try something spicier, then they can sort of kick up to the other ones. But the, the Big Sauce is where I would tell people to start. Hmm. Okay, okay. And then, um, you know, other than, you know, being a creative your own sauce, what do you think you would be able to see yourself doing if you were either to branch out and do something else or, you know, if you had a second call and do something else, what could you see yourself doing? Uh, Well, it's easy for me to answer that because it's what I already do when I don't do barbecue. And it's sort of twofold. One, continue to do policy advocacy work around monetary policy and affordable housing work uh, and, you know, bank accountability stuff. I'm a, I'm a policy wonk in my other in my other when I put my other hat on. And then, you know, real estate development. Uh, if I could really do anything in the world in life, I would do barbecue and real estate development. Uh, and so hopefully. Yeah, I'm working on my finishing up my master's at Georgetown now on some real estate development stuff. And once I wrap that up, hopefully I'll continue to be able to keep working the barbecue, the policy work and some real estate development. Oh, that's dope. So you, you wear many hats, which is cool. So I kind of want to ask this then. When you're not dealing with the business and you're not dealing with school and you have some free time, what are some hobbies that we could see you doing? So I like to cook. So I cook a lot. Um, but what I, you know. And so cooking is probably the, the, the main thing people see me do. But 
sort of the way I unwind is to play video games. Uh, I'm not a gamer to like y'all's level of gaming <laughs> because like I don't play online. I just play by myself so I can like not have to talk to people for change. It's just like me against the computer. And like that's how I unwind. All right, that's dope, man. I guess you know to continue the game theme. You know, you go, right? what, what's your what's your uh, what's your 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 um, system of choice that you go to, and what's your game of choice? So PS4 is my system of choice. Though many of my friends are trying to get me to switch over to uh, the Xbox. Uh, I have an Xbox in my house for my daughter, but I never touch it. Uh, I only use a PS4. And game of choice would probably be uh, NBA 2K. So I, you know, I buy the new 2K every year, every time it comes out, and that's you know, basketball is my favorite sport, and so I, you know, 2K is where it's at. Though a close second would be Madden. Though I'm terrible at Madden because I, even in like video game world, I'm terrible at reading defenses. So I throw lots of interceptions. Oh my. It's- yeah, 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 ah, great, great similarities. I think me and Paul could definitely uh attest to the, those are some of our games that we, you can catch us playing when when uh we're able to get the free time, and we probably gonna beat up Xbox people too to, to try and get you over because you know, uh, <laughs> you know just saying it, it, it's where the healthier choice is at. But um, irregardless. So could you tell us then, out of the past, let's say past year, what was your favorite movie that you that you were able to see? Oh. So can we count like early 2018? Because if so, I think it's gonna be an obvious answer. It's gonna be Black Panther. Like that was my, that was my movie. Uh, I'm not like a big movie person either. So that was one of the few times I actually went to the theater to watch a movie, and uh, it was great. And I think it was more so great, not just because it was a great movie, great storylines, great acting, but all of the conversations that happened after the movie. I know I got caught up in lots of Facebook threads and debates about you know, Killmonger versus T'Challa. And so uh, got caught up on that. Like, is he really a villain and all that stuff? I think that's what also made it a great movie is because it the storyline was so well written that these other conversations then could just like, you know, people choose their sides and go hard. Yeah, I, I think we'd be reminisced though not to, not to drop in the good old Wakanda forever, you know. Making sure <laughs> <That's right. laughs> I agree, man, I agree. Um you know, you mentioned that you know you also have you have uh, you have a daughter as well. So you know, being a role model and starting your own business, uh, what are you going to try and teach your daughter uh, about you know going into business or doing what she loves as a passion and as a hustle when she gets older? Yeah, so I've, I actually got two daughters, one eight and one fourteen. Uh, yay me! Uh, <laughs> but uh, I try to just like show them that like whatever it is that they're passionate about, they should pursue it, um, and that as their father, I'm going to support them. Like if it's you know if you want to like my oldest daughter is really good at art, and it's like people are like, oh, you don't want to do art? Artists don't make any money. Uh, but it's like if art's your passion, then you should you should keep doing it because like. Life is about being happy, and if you're not going to be happy, then you shouldn't be doing these other things. Like if working a regular job that can make you happy, let's pursue a business. If that's not going to make you happy and doing art is, let's do that. But whatever it is, you know, just be happy at what it is that you're doing and, and, and chase your passions. That's very true, and that's definitely something we try to definitely get people who listen to the show to believe in. Uh, I want to ask... Could you tell us what was the best advice you've been given, and it, you know, regardless if it's about business or life, just overall? Huh. I've been I've been given lots of good advice. 
over the years. Um, but I think I guess the main one, it's pretty generic advice if you, when you think about it in the grand scheme of things, is like never give up. Like you never know when the right opportunity is going to happen. Like there's going to be times where you want to quit, but you, the right opportunity might be right around the corner. Uh, it's kind of like an extension of the of a quote from Martin Luther King, one of his speeches where he says, the arc of the moral universe is long, but it bends towards justice. And it's like, it might seem like it's a long way off, but like you keep working out, you're going to get there. And it's like that for me with life, with business, like you never know. Like there's been times with the business where I thought, man, I'm going to, it's not working out. I need to walk away. And then bam, you like win some award and get some validation and some other opportunities present themselves. It's like, so, like, just as simple as saying, like, don't quit because you never know when the, the next opportunity is going to be there. Uh, it's something that's been told to me by a few people, and it's always always held true. I agree, man. I definitely think about that when we're doing the podcast. Like, we, we just got to keep pushing, and uh, the right opportunity will definitely present itself. Um, so um, what I wanted to get into was, you know, you're, you're, you're a great cook. And I know you've probably tried some uh, a lot of different people's cooking. Is there somebody that really inspires you, or is there someone that you would like to collab with one day, whether it be a famous chef or maybe just a local person that you just love to go get food at? Is there anyone who really inspires you from with their cooking? Uh, I mean, I pulled most of my my cooking inspiration from my mother, who was the best uh, cook I've ever had. Who you know, when Paula Dean was at her height before all the racism came out about her, uh, people always talking much about how great Paula Dean's restaurants are. Like my mom went to Savannah and ate there and was like, eh, it was okay. And like, so like that sort of, that is like what's my inspiration for cooking is like my mom. But if there's some celebrity chef that I want to throw down with, it's, uh, it's Bobby Flay. Like he's got this title as like the king of the grill around the Food Network. And so... You know, I'd like to like face off with them one day and show them how it's done. Ooh, we're talking about a little cookout. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, sadly, as as soon as it started, it's, it's pretty much went. You know, the extent of hustle has reached its conclusion. Before we get you out here, Mike, we just want to ask once again if you could let the people know how they can connect with you. Yeah, uh, you can get me on my website, www.mikedsbarbecue.com. It's M-I-K-E-D-S-B-B-Q. That same spelling gets you all of my social media, and you can also reach me at my email, mike at mikedsbarbecue.